0: Good morning, New Eden! Today is March 6, 2022, and this is the Federation Frontline Report, a podcast where we interview the players of EVE Online and go over faction warfare news. I'm your host, Frozen Fallout, and my co host is Samson. Good morning, New
1: Eden! And today, we're going to be interviewing Ryan Beale, member of the Unlimited Corporation and the infinite pew alliance how is space treating you lately sir
2: it is not too bad i've kind of been dipping my toe in and out but when i've been spending time in eve it has been a good time nice
0: awesome so tell us uh how did you get into eve online what was what was your introduction to this crazy world
2: Um, it was actually through a friend of whom shares a name with my character. Um, it was probably early 2000s or so, and at the time I was really into fantasy games and wasn't super into sci-fi, but him and a couple buddies were playing Eve a lot, so I was kind of exposed to it there, created a character, but never really went anywhere. Um, and then it was probably 2000, I don't know, 14, 15, where I'd start picking up the game annually, like many people do, but never stuck until I think 2016 or so.
0: Yeah, I've definitely had that uh, same kind of experience. Mine was like, I touched my toes into it in the beta and then like jumped in again in like 2005. And then in 2006, it finally stuck for me. I feel like a lot of people have the same kind of thing where they jump in, you know, you've get lost in it in, in the beginning or you know so you said you had friends in the beginning was it you do your friends stick around um, that were playing the game or did they end up dropping out of the game and that kind of had the effect of you leaving as well
2: um so I left while well, they kept playing mostly because they were doing stuff like mission running and stuff like that and at the time I was playing other games I was mainly PvP focused And other games just seemed to have more to offer more quickly at the time. Um, But later on, um, I kind of over researched things. I'm a big podcast fan. So I just kind of dove into the, you know, the Eve side of that. And it really sucks you in. And so I started doing exploration and kind of stuff like that. And after dipping my toe, really, really ended up enjoying it.
0: Yeah. So um, what are some of the things that you really like in eve online is it either you focused on the pvp aspect now
2: yeah now and um definitely sticking with faction warfare that's kind of where i found my home but prior to like i because i did the, a little bit of extra research maybe than the average player i immediately hopped into exploration ships and headed out to npc nullsec um <laughs> there you go. and kind of started doing that um Because I think Eve Uni was out there at the time, but because of my time zone, I wasn't actually able to participate in any of their classes or fleets at the time. So that's what drug me out to that area, but I stayed for the exploration because it's very good money and very low kind of skill right off the bat. Plus it teaches you really essential skills about like D-scan, movement, and stuff like that that, um, I don't know, becomes invaluable later on.
0: Yeah, scanning is a huge part of Eve Online, and the more that you understand how to scan using D-Scan and probes and stuff like that, is you can really up your game in Eve when it comes to most aspects of Eve. I would say. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I highly recommend that to newer players because you you build up essential skills whilst making a incredible amount of money really for how much uh, skill investment it takes to do.
0: So is that something that you're still doing today?
2: Um No, I, I think I've dropped that uh, almost entirely, because um, after doing that for a while, I went to Horde, found out mm-hmm. that NullSec is, oh, it's not for me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand how people do that. I went on all of like one or two fleets. They were really, really I hate to say boring, um, and but I was like, oh, maybe no, the PD true. out there is is decent, no but boring. yeah, it turns out that you have to go seven or eight jumps just to start ratting. Oh, none of it really appealed to me, so eventually I I kind of moved away from that, um, and then kind of got picked up by a Faction Warfare Corp that had PI, so started doing PI to make money and kind of made a, a nest egg, and I haven't had to I haven't burnt through it just yet. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> nice. So what was your first uh, corporation that you joined for um, faction warfare and have you been always in the Mimitar faction warfare or have you been able to see any anything around faction warfare what kind of experience do you have
2: So because I based this character off of my buddy he was always really into Kaldari so the actual the first time I got into faction warfare was with the Mill guys don't hate me um
1: but <laughs> yeah but it turns
2: out that it was either a combination of my time zone or just the players around that um kind of that that war zone they're not really invested or not very heavily i don't know there's not a lot of them around during late u.s time zone it turns out a lot of it seemed to be going on in the eu time zone but i started there um but after getting kind of disappointed with that i decided hey well maybe you know i Minmatar would be my my second thing so let's try it out there and so i joined uh usher khan after after joining minmil and at the time i was waking up early so i was able to catch a lot of the european uh, time zone fleets and actually worked out really really well and i um st- we still fly with a bunch of those guys today so that's kind of where i ended up
0: okay so yeah so you got to see the the keldari and yeah i believe the keldari are pretty strongly eu time zone if 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 I'm understanding the, the lay of the land and the way that it's been for a long time. Um, and that I, makes sense. I definitely um, really like that's one of the tough things about fighting the Keldari is that we are off time zones from each other. It is a really weird, <laughs> um, but also almost makes sense because you know, you're going to draw to the faction that has your time zone. <laughs> and um, that's one of the bigger draws is having people to play with and stuff, you know, actually having groups and, and activities and fleets that are going out. Um, and if it's outside of your time zone, you're not gonna be able to get involved.
2: Yeah, and I kinda want to run this by you guys and see your opinion on it, but like here here are my general impressions of kinda each militia. So Kaldari seem to be almost mostly alts of like bigger blocks, you know, zero zero guys. Bitter vets, kind of. They're not very inviting to newer players, for the most bit, and a lot very EU heavy. Um, the Day seem to be more US time zone, kind of like I don't know. They're very fun loving, like bombastic, just as like a, as a group. It seems like, but it almost seems like they put the jokes and stuff ahead of the game. Um, um, Amar, I like jokes, so sue me. <laughs> I don't blame you, but that's just my impression. Um, Amar, I, I think I have the least amount of. Yeah, I think Amara have the least amount of engagement with other than just fighting them, but they seem to be more Doctrine, fleet-oriented, kind of try-hard, you know, more serious, um, like more spread out around the game, like they, I know they have entities in 0, zero and also do faction warfare kind of thing, and like their RP rhetoric, in my opinion, is kind of like top tier, you're, you're not going to get any better than yeah, that. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, They they are
0: the best PVPers out of the like have just really made that or not PVPers. uh, They're pretty good PVPers. Some of the best (laughs) RPers, (laughs) (laughs) role players. Uh, They got a huge role playing base that goes all the way back to like founding, you know, the Providence stuff when when that used to exist.
2: Yeah, rivaled I think only by by the Min Mill. But the difference is, is that when you're just you know cruising through a system, just moving through, you'll get like three or four things in local from a Mars sp- spouting their ideology and stuff. It's it's awesome well, to
1: see. Kaldari does that, or at least Diana uh, Kim so, does. Some of them do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and so Min Mill is kind of where I find my home. Um, They're very on-brand for the lore. Like, you imagine Minmil is kind of like a ragtag group of guys, kind of disorganized, loose leadership, you know, held together with duct tape and super glue kind of a thing. Um, But they they are easily the closest thing you get to small gang, um, especially in, like, the spread-out hunting aspect. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, when we're in a fleet, it's almost like we might have, like, target callers and stuff, but there's probably three or four people kind of pinging through systems trying to find stuff. And we do joke around, but we kind of put the game, Min Mill kind of puts the game ahead of that. So you know, everybody clears comms automatically when stuff's actually going down. But extraordinarily fun-loving and maybe a little bit more mature than than some of the other um, militias. But that's I really suits my playstyle and kind of the people I want to be around. So that's what I've landed on.
1: Well, now I'm curious. What did you think about our fleets?
2: It was a definitely a blast, but let me tell you, like, we're if you ever do that in Min Mill, you're I uh, gate you're camp, get... I don't think I've ever gate camped with Min Mill, but I know yeah. these are definitely really fun, and I'm coming back.
1: Gate camping <laughs> is 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 fun, and then and then just getting just throwing a fleet of ch- cheap ships into Tama and just getting blown up or fighting fighting some of the 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 denizens of Tama, of which now I'm
0: our fleets are very focused <laughs> on fighting pirates and other people and then occasionally like catching the the Kaldari that are out in about yeah. because there really well, is I a mean, no, like, strong resistance I, I throw a net
1: out there the I mean that's my I just throw a net and 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 there's there's actually almost especially when we start in our staging system it, there's almost always some Kaldaris coming through but, yeah. yeah
2: and as far as like war zones go I feel like Minmil um Amar is much more actually faction warfare based like we have pirates and actually i think we have better pirates than you guys do because our our main guys are dock workers um they don't we have drop dock workers. i've killed yeah. them yeah <laughs> yeah those i actually really like those guys because like well you know whilst they like might attack too. things to their advantage you know like they're league. not going to drop a carrier on you very often or no nope. like they're they're down to fight but we know those time.
0: yeah we've had some really good solid like good fights between them um and yeah. you know even when they're I'm trying sure to had like, solo fights overpower you you know you get to kill a couple of them you know it's, they don't they're not Logi strong I, I feel like one of the things about low that i've been seeing a lot of is that yeah as soon as you put Logi in your fleet is when you become kind of the the nasty Drunk. ass fleet um, yeah, maybe you know if maybe you got that was plus with not logi. All of a sudden, you're you're dominating the area until somebody drops <laughs> on you with like a much bigger fleet. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, fair enough. Maybe so. We had a we had a battleship brawl with them fairly recently, and I guess that might have been a mistake because we had like T1 logi here and there, and they brought a lift. So <laughs> I guess I guess we should just Bloody. keep the Lodgy at home next time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is unbelievable how much small gang stuff I see that don't have Laji because two Laji added into a fleet just like massively boosts your fleet. And from what we've been seeing, when we when we don't have um, Shinji out killing shit with us, (laughs) like we don't have the 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 healing power that just is like you can. The thing actually that goes up is that you can go into fights and not take any losses. As and this is why I'm actually. Um, I wish that CCP wouldn't have added Logi into the game from the very beginning now that they're here they're here I'm not I'm not saying get rid of logi but um it is it allows for this like environment where you can go in and not a single person dies and the other side just gets slaughtered no you know oh and- I, I
1: I'm pretty sure i've've I've, I've, I've uh, fixed that issue in my fleets somebody always <laughs> dies even with Logi especially the logi. <laughs>
0: Well that's usually because we will get we'll get jumped on by a much bigger group. Yeah, yeah. You know, but when we go when we are fighting and we fight uh small groups and stuff like that, we've come out of many fights with no death whatsoever and it's always like, "Oh my god, Shinji, you saved me at the last moment." <laughs> <laughs> Logies.
2: Yeah, I actually wish we had more Logi and kind of our our kitchen sink fleets, especially because like I have a decent amount of just T1 Frigate logi because they're all super inexpensive. You get to work on positioning, which is kind of challenging, um, especially if you're kind of a newer player or inexperienced, kind of where I'm at. Um, and they don't really, they don't shift fights like cruisers for the most bit. Like you have to be so close that you can't really outrange stuff very easy. You can be fairly tanky, but the amount of stuff you're repping can be punched through if you have like three DPS opposing your reps. So it's, uh, I wish there was more of that. It'd be more interesting i think because you could still punch through them
0: yeah that's interesting uh so what are some of the things that you really like about faction warfare
2: um i like that because i'm a more casual player i play a lot of other games um that i can just log on hop into fleet pretty quick especially in min mill and within five or so minutes, get a fight. I mean, you guys have Tama, we have Amamake, but even if I have 10, 15 minutes, I can just hop in and fight somebody. It doesn't take that much effort. Plus, if if you do have more time than that, there's roaming around, there's plexing, there's the there's a plethora of things to do, and the um, the odds of you getting a fight is, I think, higher than anywhere else in the game, and that that's the best part to me.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed with how much just solo and small gang activity there is in faction warfare zones. And I think it is all because of plexes. Um, it really just creates an environment where you, you know, you you, you feel like a player is going to be at one of these sites eventually.
2: <laughs>
0: like, mm-hmm. So you can always plan around some, you know, somebody's going to be in outer space flying ships and... and um, the one thing that I just, I feel like is that a lot of the war zone is not utilized, which just kind of sucks. Like, there's... I don't know, in, in Mimitar space, does it feel like if you're really looking for good fights, you're going to have to go to Amamaki? Or um, do you feel like a good chunk of the war zone is
2: actually utilized in, in the Mimitar space? Um, it's hard for me to say because I don't know the geography very well, but there are certain key systems that get fought over pretty constantly, and especially when something gets pushed a decent amount, it's pre—it's a safe bet um, that you're going to find someone there willing to fight. You solo, it might be a little hard, um, but you don't always have to go just Amamake. In fact, we kind of avoid Amamake just as a as mill because we... One dock workers stage out of there, I'm pretty sure, but also those are you know, like everybody's gonna have a pod, they usually bring something very obnoxious to fight. I mean, Tama seems a little bit more, um, I don't know, engageable maybe, but yeah, we actually tend a lot not more to not. solo
1: fight artists in Tama, I think.
2: Yeah, Amamake is very, very similar to that. So, actually, to get fights, normally we you go to places like Vard, Dahl. um. I uh, can't remember the other ones off the top of my head, but there are other key systems that are constantly trying to be flipped back and forth, so we can avoid just going to that one system. I mean, avoid going to somewhere like Amomake just to get a fight.
0: Yeah, I guess I, I'm really impatient when I go out and I PvP. I'm always looking for like the, the instant hit of just like there's going to be somebody to fight with in the next like five, ten minutes. There's a lot. I mean, even Notorious has a bunch of death and destruction that's this uh, you know this out of out of the way system and i think that that's a lot because of faction warfare to to a degree and and because people mine there um so (laughs) uh, just random you know (laughs) you could find that out of the way system in low sec probably not a faction warfare system is a good idea to do that but
2: yeah i think that might be a um because you're closer to Jita because I've Mm -hmm. I've I've never unless it's bait I don't think I've ever seen anybody try and mine in a faction warfare system maybe an adventure but nothing bigger
1: (laughs) yeah well when the Taurus is so it's so like out in the middle of nowhere but I mean I caught that poor guy with his ore strip miners on his uh, I think it was a procure that was that was pain that was almost a billion kill he was just coming in like I got him on a gate by myself (laughs) into the so, Notorious is one of those like it. It's also like a a, a point of attract, like attraction, like a for the tour for tourism <laughs> because of the Notorious news.
2: Yeah, and it might be because I don't get out into spaces like that, or you know, places like that in the Minmill Mill area that I don't know about. That, but for the most part, I haven't seen or heard of something like that.
0: So Alice uh, asks here, for how long does the Kaldari Amar seem to have the upper hand in FW? Um, so I can speak very strongly on to the, like, the Galente side of the history of, of like how this has all gone, um, which is pretty much that the Galente in the beginning kind of dominated uh, the Galente-Kaldari faction warfare. Um, we had a lot of really old guard, solid PvP group um, when this first kind of Kicked off a lot of people um, that were joining the uh, Galente were really, really good PvPers, and we kind of held that for years. It felt like um, I'd been in and out of faction warfare, and the Galente, if they would lose the war zone for a little while and they would take it all back basically um, after a short amount of time, um, it really has only been what probably I feel like. The Galente were at tier 3 and tier 2 for a really long time um, until about, I want to say like November or December or so, um, and then the whole war zone kind of flipped, and from my understanding is that we lost a lot of really old, um, cool, like, badass PvPers and PvP groups. I know that Valor Accords went over to the Mimitar, um... And there was just a lot of people just moving on to 0.0 and stuff like that in the war zone kind of dying down for the galente um fed up had a whole crazy thing that kind of happened where they started owning 0.0 space um so that kind of got them out of the game of of faction warfare um and so we just didn't have the ability to kind of hold down all this space but it's only been a recent event where the Keldari have been dominating um, but do you have uh, some insight into what's been going on in the Mimitar uh, Amar war Zone lately? Brian. Oh
2: gosh, um, being a normal, like I'm not in any position of authority or I'm not an FC or anything, just kind of a, a normal guy, but it, since I've been there, it's flipped back and forth. But any time the Amar kind of come back in force... It, they are pretty dominant. They just seem to be more organized, probably have a little bit more industry set up. Um, but Minmil, much more guerrilla warfare as kind of our tactic to fight back. But I would say out of the two, Amar tend to be dominant more of the time.
0: And uh, Connect Down Under does point out a really good thing here, um, that bots do have a massive impact um, and that there's always been a pendulum swing in action warfare it's never been one side completely dominating the other side and it's very unlikely like you might see that for like six months maybe up to like a year but it's going to swing back to the other side because as soon as the market dictates that it is good for the galente to be at tier four then it'll switch over to the galente being at tier four and then um, you know there's going to be a push by the bots. Now there is some, uh, I don't think that they are the only, or not, I wouldn't even say that they're the, the really big thing that enforces who stays the longest, I think under, or who's on top, I think is a lot to do with the corpse and stuff like that underneath it. But the pendulum swing, I think is almost completely based on not necessarily bots. Um, I, I, a lot bots are a big problem um but i think just market forces of like people are going to want to back the the side and put um which i think they're doing it with bots and some of the problem with this is that the way that they're influencing the war zone is by you know trying to flip who's on top um by getting all the discounts on lp and stuff like that and then a lot of them, I feel like, are not actually out there, and you can see you can see the massive amount of bots that are out there, and these are people. And when are just you farming the when market, that basically
1: does happen, you get you can pad your kill board with bots. I remember, the for the first few months, I think when I started with you, Infection Warfare, I was killing so many bots because there were just so many of them. They were just always there.
2: Yeah, I, sorry, no, I, I was ahead. gonna say I I hate to say almost, but. At certain times, it almost feels like the militia members have almost the least control about where the war zone goes and the way it flips. It seems to be the bots being the you know top tier contributors on flipping, and I would almost put pirates under them simply because, as far as infrastructure goes, at least in the the side, it seems like the pirates have the most say over who can have structures and where, and
1: um, yeah, that
2: that affects the war zone drastically being able to reship you know and being able to dock in a system you don't control is such a huge factor to whether or not you can stay and you know deplex that system or plex that system that it i don't know i think that's even more important than you know whatever efforts your your militia members are making at times
1: yeah and uh at this point i'm just i just want to say fuck (laughs) snuff
2: Oh God! Uh, so, yeah. So I I do want to fly with you guys again, but let me let me share a really unpopular opinion. Um, I actually kind of like snuff, but hear me out, hear me out. Okay. The so the guys that I fly with so, also like snuff. It's it's only because like they are almost the ideal entity to deal with, like the citadel spam that could have happened in low sec. They're a higher entity that goes out specifically to ruin your structures. And you can't really buy them. I mean, you can try, but people have tried to do that in the past and it's not ended well for them. So, like, if any, if there's been any one entity keeping the structures in control in Losec, I hate to say, but it's snuff.
0: It is. I mean, it depends on like the, the the thing is, is that they're being able to spam their stuff, or people that are friends with them are able to spam their stuff without any kind of problem, which is why there's still a ton of fucking citadels out there. So I mean, the the only way, the only thing, the reason why I don't like snuff is, is because they basically are controlling um, low sec, and when it comes to structures in in a lot of the areas that I am in. Um, and it just is, you know, you gotta be in their special club, uh, which I actually have been part of alliances and groups that have been in their special club to be able to have, uh, um, structures, and that's nice to have and stuff like that, um, but if you're in low sec and you- and you're not fighting snuff, you're- you're with snuff, so you- I feel like there's only really two lines to it, you know, either you're gonna try and kill snuff, I mean- you can also just ignore them as much as you possibly can but yeah which is i feel kind like of what there's really just really st- do <laughs> mostly yeah but i mean basically Except you're either fighting not stuff ignoring you're not fighting stuff so
2: yeah and i actually feel like that's where the minmill uh, amar warzone actually has an advantage because they're kind of like on your guys's you know back step or back porch for the most bit but like the worst we have is dock workers and like i said before they're not too bad they they tend to do you know interfere with us significantly less than maybe snuff does so that that might be where that opinion kind of comes from because I, I don't have to deal with them on that same level that you guys do yeah, yeah
1: but it's also i think it's just we um i don't know i felt like somebody got a somebody in snuff got a bug up their ass about us and just, <laughs> like hunted us for a little while there i don't know
0: but yeah, no, it's 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 definitely. It, I I don't. Also I, I like that it's they're in RP. the game. Don't, let me it's let me take RP. back that as much as we yeah, as much as we say fuck snuff, and as much as we, I want it, them to play the game, and I want dude, them to do what they I, do. Um,
1: like I, I used to be annoyed with with Revolution. I used to be annoyed with Shadow Cartel. But I'm like friends with people in those, you know, Corps and, and alliances or whatever now, and it's it's weird, especially today when you came on. <laughs> he started streaming because I was in their fleet and <laughs> I was like I think no, you know this was the other day and, and they were like fighting you while I was sitting in their fleet going yeah sorry guys I can't help you <laughs> <laughs> I can't shoot frozen
0: <laughs> but uh, but yeah MK kind of uh, MK11 points out here that so far there hasn't been the Kaldari maintained high tiers since about November with not much swing by the Galente which is that'll continue I mean like Eve is a long play game. Eventually, the pendulum will swing back to the Galente just due to market forces, I believe. Um, and he thinks that uh, the Gal Mill, um, I think in Gal Mill, Snuff is sided with the Kaldari at this time. So, yeah, I would say that. I, I don't know if they'd side with the, with the Kaldari, but they've definitely done a lot of. Ensuring that the Galente yeah. have structures and the Keldari get to keep their structures, um, so yeah. they're and they're willing to work with Keldari to shoot down others st- other structures. Now, I'm not sure exactly why they're able to keep up the Keldari structures, but it definitely does feel like the Keldari have a little bit of a non-invasion pack. Uh, well,
1: um, I, t- to uh, Ryan's point earlier or, or your was it your point? Um sorry, my bad. Um, maybe Snuff is working with uh, the the market, you know? I mean they they gotta make money too, right? So like <laughs> maybe right. they help influence, right? Like they can help influence uh, whoever whoever's whoever's whatever, you know, just be like, well codar we want to make money off of Caldari now, so we're gonna make that work.
0: <laughs> and uh yeah so where do we think that dock workers fits into faction warfare i love dock workers i love the fighting that they do and the the stirring up of just having another person inside of faction warfare zones that are fighting but i don't feel like they've sided with one side or another or as much as trying to manipulate like it feels like snuff is um where they seem to be much more of a good good fight mechanism, you know, uh, or yeah. content inside of. But uh, is that how you feel, or do you have any other personal feelings on uh, dock workers?
2: I mean, for the for the most part, yeah. And I think it. I think the reason is actually because. The Amar are almost like a victim of their own success because they're more organized, because they fly the way they do, and because they they have significantly, from what I understand more structures than Mimitar do. Like, I think mimtar, I don't even know if Mimitar have any real structures in in, <laughs> in uh, the faction war zone. So Amar have kind of if if, if dock workers are going to poke somebody, it's probably going to be the AmaR because they tend to, like, like the smaller small gang taking on a slightly bigger organized fleet and the Amar provides that significantly more than Minmil does. Minmil like we fly frigates almost exclusively except for recently we've gotten some decent fleets here and there Um, but yeah I just think that we're Um, more of a you know two to three man as far target so we'll whenever we see them they're always in very very small groups kind of poking at us fighting us and because of that it's actually really fun for us so yeah we don't we don't mind them that much at all granted um, I'm going to preface this by saying if there is a minmatar structure owner that has been poked by them I'm sorry I just don't know about you
0: and uh, gun uh MK11Gunner says uh, John Revenant and his crew fly some good doctrines. Yeah, I've heard and I've seen a lot of uh, John Revenant's good doctrines and they are... John Revenant, yeah. Yeah, I've had really good fights with him.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I've ran into him necessarily. Oh, gosh. The one FC that I've ran into quite a few times you had interviewed him maybe a month back or so, but I'm blanking on his name right now. Yeah, they oh. tend to fly maguses and deacons quite a bit, and yeah, they have a hard hard time punching into those. But good on them. So, do you have any cool stories?
0: Um, anything that's that you've uh, done recently, or any cool battles that you've been in that you can think of?
2: Um, well, we had a battleship brawl with dock workers fairly recently. Um, shout out to the guy that it, it might have been accidental. Um, warped his mega into our our ball at zero when his fleet didn't follow him. That was really fun. Um, we ended up killing, I believe, a shack after that, that was worth nearly two thirds of our fleet. So that was really fun. And, uh, I guess very recently, I was just sitting in a Plex in a Dragoon, and uh, a Garmer tried to slide in on me, so that was a, that oh, was he a, slid a really in on you. one. you. he, he yeah. slid
1: in on you. He really slid in on you.
0: I'm uh, streaming, but I'm going to give it just a little bit so that... Oh, it's, it looks like we're back up. Try reloading now. It says live now, but it's blank. Mine is loaded. I I see us, so it should be okay. recording.
1: Yeah, so I can hear us now, but I can't see anything.
0: Try doing a reload again.
1: Oh shit. And frozen froze again.
0: I, am I out again? <laughs> yeah, you're back, you're back. Am I back?
1: Yeah, that Ugh. was crazy. It was like it was like one of those eighties, you know, talking head things. His head went. <laughs> 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 Dude, uh, are you possessed? Do we, <laughs> we got to worry about
0: that? <laughs> All right, it's well, we're back. We're back. Let me get uh, Evan Line back up and running. I guess
1: your hor- your horse knocked down a power line or something.
0: I don't. I don't know what happened. Evilness. Um, yeah, just quit out there for just a little bit. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to edit that up. Um, yeah. Well, I mean it's, it's it's a live
1: show. Stuff happens. Yeah,
0: live. It's live.
1: Alright it. so Do it live. Doing it live.
0: Um where were we? We were talking about About
1: uh Ryan's fun stories. The last one um, I believe was the Garmer. Oh yes. And yeah, the, so he and the um the the, the fleet, th- the the uh the Megathron and uh, Leshak. Which all sounds amazing. But I think it was uh, when we started um, <clears throat> before the show, and I was just like browsing your kill board, and I, I was like, "How did you kill a garmer with a dragoon?" <laughs>
2: yeah, lucky catch, I guess, and he he slid in. I don't, I couldn't tell you why. Maybe it's because my kill board looks like Christmas. There's red and green
1: everywhere. <laughs> I mean, that could be. Maybe he thought you were you was AFK. You never know.
2: Yeah, just oh. unlucky, I guess. Vath
0: does have a good question here. Uh, what do you think of a pirate alliance solely dedicated to taking down player-owned structures in Faction Warfare Zone indiscriminately? If player-owned, it gets blown up, period. I think that would be interesting to see you try to take down anything that is owned by Snuff or Shadow Cartel um, or yeah, any good of luck. buddies. Um, or like Nisawa Cartel. But that's one of the problems of being... In, you have to be strong enough to be indiscriminate. Um, so nobody's strong enough I think in faction warfare or that would come to faction warfare to be indiscriminate about it. but I would love to see that uh, blowing up of all player owned structures um in and just seeing fights and battles over that kind of stuff. I, I think that that that'd be kind of cool. Um, I don't mind I mean I, there's ways around the like, Having to have player-owned structures, you don't have to have them in in faction warfare. Um, yeah, it's but true. But we use them, you know, and it's it's mm. it's a convenience for sure to have them there. But nobody nobody's powerful enough to come in and actually wipe out all the structures that are in in faction warfare space.
1: Yeah, I feel like people. there might be, but I don't think they care. <laughs>
0: right, I don't think there's anybody that would. Period. Like. We'll see, though, you know. But I don't need your words. <laughs> Goons are
1: coming for us now.
0: Well, that's fine. <laughs> we'll blow up die. everything, and I think it would cause more warfare, nation. more fighting. Um, you know, mm. pe- people would. Uh, you'd have to enforce that type of thing, which uh, means people in space. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, what are some of the improvements that you would like to see to Faction Warfare? Is there anything from, from your point of view that you think could make Faction Warfare better, um, or any, any inklings of news that you've ever heard about what people might be thinking?
2: Um, I, I actually do have a, a lot to say on this one. Um, so, I, you brought up kind of simple, simplifying the LP store a couple times. Um, I actually want to push back on that a little bit. I mean, as a new player, it can be a little intimidating. I do agree, but the amount of convenience that it does kind of um, give you because of the massive selection, I, I, I would like to keep, keep that in or see it unchanged. Um, but uh, one of my crazier ones, and I've pitched this before a little bit here and there and gotten a mixed response is in novice plexes, um, shut off implant slots one through five for non-faction warfare players. Just because usually if you're in a novice and you're brand, brand new and someone comes in with a Garmer, kind of like that guy, and he has snakes in, the like the odds are so against you that it's, especially when you're trying to learn the game, very daunting. And you might find a ship that's seemingly engageable, um, but that but simply just isn't. Not- Yeah, just due to implants. And I know that might be like a coding hazard, but that's just pie in the sky, kind of a neat one. Um, I would like to make missions um, kind of flatlined as far as LP, not affected by how the war zone's going. And then on top of that, keep the Faction Warfare missions in low sec. And then instead of having to kill one rat to complete the mission, you have to clear the room so that you're in space for longer and it gives more opportunities to catch bots or just people trying to farm LP Um, maybe let's see Um, a big one I think is I would love to see if the like the beginning combat mission path for new players ended at faction warfare where they put you on the edge of low sec and then they basically take you through step by step on how to apply for a player run corp um, with the inclusion of a heat map to show you know, when your people are active. Um, something like that would have been probably the number one thing um, I would have wished for when I was a newer player trying to get into PvP because I was always told NullSec and I like, didn't quite know where to go or how to find a corp and whatnot, but information like that would one get a lot more people into the the militias and faction warfare in general but two, make it so that people that do enjoy the game but want a pvp have like a just a direct line straight there
0: yeah no that 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 is i would really like to see that kind of interaction like getting players new players into faction warfare and teaching them the idea of like just going out and fighting and dying and making money while you're dying in cheap ships um, I think would really invigorate PvP in, in EVE Online because I think one of the problems with EVE Online with getting people into PvP is that there's this whole like wealth accumulation concept that you want to do. So you want to, you know, get into the biggest ship that you possibly can do the level four, fact you know, level four missions um, with your big Dominics or whatever. Or you want to go into 0.0 and you're gonna be in in an ishtar and you want to keep that ishtar as long as possible if you can keep that as your one ratting ship for the next you know 50 years it's like that's awesome then i never need to change my ratting ship um and i can just make massive fist over fist on money the focus on that kind of thing where you want to just have one ship or a few ships. That's I. That's why a lot of people I think quit Eve and stuff is they put everything into one ship. They get ganked and then all of a sudden like they cry that that was the ship that they've been building for the last that's, three that's, years.
1: That's that's why I uh, rage quit so many times, <laughs> losing a bigger ship, a more expensive thing.
2: Yeah, that or just through like if if you do the little bit of research and you end up in zero zero, and you find out that's not for you usually you've already moved most of your stuff out there and getting it back is super, super hard. So yeah. I just, yeah, something like that would really be very discouraging. And it, it was for me even at the time, like I would put a lot of effort into getting out there just to find out that's not really where I wanted to be for PVP.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is nice Thankfully, that it's right on the doorstep of, of high sec.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the Amar Minmil war zones are a little farther away from the, the markets, Definitely in comparison, but yeah, it, if, if you were to take new players, like the amount of fights you can get in a newbie ship, especially if you have other people flying with you and like the impact you can have, I think that would hook so many, many more people, especially if that's your, if that's your play style or if that's what you're, you're going after.
0: Yeah, I think that, yeah, there should be, like, if you're you're destined for PvP in this game, click, you know, go down this path, and then it'll take you into Faction Warfare and take you through a tutorial of Faction Warfare. Um, and, yeah, I think that it would be really awesome if the tutorial really fed in and then extended through Faction Warfare. So once you got into Faction Warfare, it teaches you how to be a Faction Warfare PvPer. Um, what about, like, the, PvP the in general?
1: What about PvP in general? Like, what about like PvP, um, like pirating?
0: Yeah, I would think. That Should that there is... be
1: an introduction
0: to that? I think that that would be a much shorter, and um, it would be, it'd be a little bit different. I think feel like faction warfare, you can really stretch it out as being like a career for them to stay inside of an NPC yeah. corp doing that. Um, pirating, I think, would be more of something that you you would want to find you would do yourself or you would find somebody else to do i guess you could do eh, i I mean there's room for that i could see um and having like you know different branches of you know the newbie experience of if you want to join if you want interested in fact or in uh, pvp you know you pick between you know faction warfare pirating 0.0 and it would kind of give you like a path to to where you're trying to go (laughs) Um, and yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting. I think that that's uh, a great idea though, that yeah, we really, we really need to get everybody included. Yeah. Oh, I thank feel you like so much for the oh,
2: subscription Canuck. That's fucking awesome. So yeah. I feel like the, most of the pirate organizations, at least in low sec, if are you, is that what you're referring to? Or are you are talking about like in general, like in zero zero and stuff as well?
1: I, I I was just kind of throwing that out there in general because it's one of the things that you don't learn until you just end up in it, right? Yeah, like you you, you, you until can you totally get pirated, get, <laughs> and yeah, you get pirated. Well, some people still don't learn. It takes a while, right? Maybe they just quit, or maybe they just you know keep throwing ships against a wall and feeding some random pirate faction. Um, but you know, it, it's just uh, and I, it's it's really I'm not I'm not saying I want I want to like ruin. Uh, pirating and stuff like that by by making it not as player driven. I'm just like, I feel like, you know, there's no warning. So that's one one of the reasons why you get um, some players that just quit the game because they weren't expecting that. I mean,
2: yeah,
0: it would be kind of interesting to give like just as a general tutorial on like, here's here's what I mean. I mean, we do here's have a high safety that'll happen, right? You know, but.
1: But, like, but then the safeties don't help you in high sec.
0: (laughs) You still get ganked, so. There should be, like, a mission where you get a good amount of ISK and stuff, uh, LP points and stuff, For they give you, like, a hauler ship and are just, like, your mission is to to go to low sec and find somebody to shoot you and kill you.
1: (laughs) Well, that's one of the things that... uh, is the probably the hardest thing, the, the the biggest learning curve of EVE is learning how to die.
2: Yeah, being comfortable with death is, or yeah, getting blown up is a real hard one. Especially when you've, you have the feeling of having nothing and then you also felt like you just lost the small little bit that you did have. Yeah, um, yeah as far as pointing toward, like teaching people about pirating and like kind of how the process works and why they do it. Might might be kind of beneficial. Um, but I thought you were referring to pointing people toward like pirate corpse or something like that, like as like almost like a branching line. So like once you get to the you know, to the entrance of Losec or whatever, you get to choose all pirate
1: like, Yeah.
2: Or yeah, cool. like here's the faction warfare or here the pirate. But I, I also feel like most of the pirate corps have medium let's call them medium standards for entry. They don't mm-hmm. tend to yeah. the <laughs> yeah. Our, that often. Usually ours... that's going of who they're preying on. <laughs> oh well yeah, well no but that's
1: that's I guess to that's where we're sort of different, but we're also in faction warfare. We were pirate, just pirate, but we're we're like I think what uh our our RP is kind of like we're privateers. Um because we that are is, we are what pirate. a pirate would
2: say. <laughs> I'm not a pirate, I'm a <laughs> privateer. privateers.
1: <laughs> uh that that uh the Gal Mill I have employed for the time being. Um <laughs> But right, yeah, So you I,
2: have the shipment we've ordered. We're just gonna take that off, ya. yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yep. It's a it's a gal it's a gal mill shipment, so it's ours now. <laughs> yeah, this
2: is this is gal mill space, so that is now ours. That's how that works.
1: Yes, yes. That's why I love gate camping.
0: <laughs> 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 Privateer R
2: yeah um but i I don't know if you guys listen to other podcasts but there is one called less than 10 that ccp ratati and ccp aurora were recently on and toward the end heavily hinted at big changes coming to both faction warfare and structures so i'm very very curious to see how these two things kind of pan out and how it's going to affect the Warzone. Maybe we even have a whole different system that may not even be plexing. We don't we don't know yet. So I guess we gotta wait till FanFest to, to find out.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited about that. Um I really wish I could go to FanFest, but I'm definitely not gonna be able to make it this year, but it's definitely one of my high things that I want to to get involved in and, and go to one of these years. Um, definitely going to make it to eve vegas this year for sure but
1: Thrac, um, thank you for the sub oh yeah i i would like to i would like to i feel like we we have to go to eve vegas now we have a freaking podcast yeah you know <laughs> we have an eve podcast an eve faction warfare podcast there is no other Eve faction and warfare and podcast right now
0: it would be whoa
1: Ho! We need um, San- Math, Darude Sandstorm to play or something a, right now You just gave us a
0: whole now. bunch of subscriptions It looks like a I'm bunch trying of to count five, five
1: Five gifted subs oh, going to awesome. Ichidan Thank B, you. Polynom C, Nightflyer Hemp Shawl, Cal. Oh, Take that one back Take that one back from Cal Cal doesn't <laughs> need that <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> Thank you Vithrak for the gifted subs
0: <laughs> Awesome <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they say, because we've asked CCP to come onto the show, and they're like, he, stay tuned, um, you know, we, we, we're because, not sending somebody yeah. right now, um, we, but, uh, but they're, Talk you know, if you that, hear, too. they said something along the lines of, like, if you hear about something that's really big news in Faction Warfare, you might want to come back to us and...
2: <laughs> so. yeah. they, they've been hinting at it for almost i don't know exactly how long maybe a year and a half so i have a feeling it's going to be pretty substantial if they're taking that amount of time to really flesh it out and get it working correctly at least that's my hope
0: i'm excited either way i want to i want to spotlight on faction warfare and the shake warfare uh, faction warfare up it's i feel like it's getting to a stagnation kind of point um, it, and it, it blows easily. my
2: Oh, go ahead. It blows my. I was gonna say it blows my mind because like faction warfare is the abyssal. It's like a, it's the abyssal dead space of the PVP world. Like you, the whole idea is to make it so that players can, you know, in the for the PVE realm, jump in, spend twenty minutes, and then boogie out again. Well, faction warfare is that for PVP, which. There's a stigma about EVE Online, I feel like, and I've heard this from, actually, I heard it from my friend just the other day when I brought EVE up to him. He goes, oh, you know, spreadsheets online. It's like, it doesn't it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be big space. battles. Yeah, it doesn't have to be big battles. doesn't have to be whatever NullSec is doing. You can pick this game up for a half hour and still get fights and have fun. You just need to know where to go. And I feel like mm-hmm. pushing, pushing that to the forefront will benefit the game in general significantly.
0: No, yeah, I completely agree. Um, that is one of the things that, like, well, and that, and I think a lot of people misinterpret what spreadsheets in space means. Now, there's, there is the very basic kind of concept of it. Kind of looks like spreadsheets. Um, so you've got like the the overview kind of looks like a spreadsheet, and that's that's why it's called spreadsheets in space. But from my understanding, is there's that that's a lot not of
1: data in this game. Okay. There's a lot as of as a web developer as a web developer looking at how much data is in this game it's it's th- there are there are databases and, and then a lot of spreadsheets behind it
0: right and what but what i also understand is that just to play the game a lot of people if you want to build something you have to have spreadsheets if you want to build an empire True. you have to have tons of spreadsheets like there's this whole concept that there's a lot of time actually spent in real excel playing this game, because you're trying to calculate Mm -hmm. out your profits, um, and that is totally a way to play EVE Online, is to spend, but I don't touch, I have not touched a spreadsheet for EVE Online in years, uh, since the beginning, because in the beginning, that is one of the things I did, okay, I need this mineral, it costs this much, and I need, I need to tally out how much it's going to cost in the end, end product, um, the industry in this game is fucking awesome, but you don't have to do that you can go around and shoot people um and then then it is still kind of like it looks like a little bit like a spreadsheet but uh i agree with
1: for Thrac, we use
0: uh google sheets not excel. oh oh yeah google sheets yep <laughs> nobody uses excel anymore that's crazy
2: yeah <laughs> i i just feel like that opinion is so loud it's almost a way to dismiss the game without even trying it for some it because is because that's that's really what you hear and it's, it's a disservice to the game, I feel like, because you don't, like, like you kind of demonstrate you don't need to do that. Like, I am, I think the reason my perspective is a little valuable is because I, I'm a filthy casual in this game, but I still managed to have, it's still one of my favorite games, period. But I, I feel like people are turned off so quickly by, by hearing about, you know, all the CEOs and people at that massive building level because that is kind of if you're looking at a podcast or whatever that's really what you hear the most of our articles you never get to hear about just the regular folks that are having a really good time in this game not having Which is to deal with one that kind of, of, of the thing.
1: things that we really want to promote right because we are those regular folks we're not we're, we're filthy casuals yeah you know yeah, uh, even yeah. though we have a we're, podcast you said it yourself. Really... we put we put our jokes first man <laughs> yeah um, we're here for the fun i'm here for the memes i'm here for the kills i have a massive corpse collection wait i have a problem but uh um you know it's just like that's one of the biggest things i think is that everybody when they see eve like but eve has leaked onto my other podcast i'm not allowed to talk about it on my other podcast but it has leaked over when some of those really big like you know World War B things made actual video game news rather than just you know, in, internal news or whatever.
0: Player and... actions gets like <clears throat> the, there's like Leroy Jenkins for like World of Warcraft <laughs> that I can think of, but like Jenkins. Eve it feels like hits like the real life news a lot with like crazy heists, massive yeah, battles. F- um...
1: I think I've seen stuff on Forbes. I've read like articles about Eve on Forbes. Okay, so yeah, it, it gets it gets big. But what 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 I like to to his point, to Ryan's point, um, it's that's what everybody sees. And not everybody wants to be a part of that. So that could also turn them off right away. What they don't get is how much you can actually do in the game and how much versatility versatility there is and you know how how easy it is to get, you know, good PvP, especially in faction warfare, because you can just hop on in a frig in a in an alpha and you'll get a fight.
2: Yeah, you and might I feel lose, like...
1: but you'll get a fight.
2: A lot of what, like, it seems like EVE players have in common, and this is kind of a marketing thing as well, is if you watch, like, any of the trailers or something for EVE, you almost think it's, like, first-person flying kind of a thing, just the way the game is portrayed in those cutscenes, but, like... Yes, which I've had, yeah. Yeah, a lot of us, though, like, we like, like, strategy games and stuff like that, and honestly, Mm -hmm. like, I don't think I've ever seen real game, maybe I have, but game, like, raw gameplay footage in any of their, like, cinematics or, you know, how they showcase the game for marketing. Um, But I feel like if you market this game to RTS players or, you know, that kind Which of crowd good. they'd really really enjoy it because it's like a 3D version of that almost and instead of many people and you know under your control it's only one one ship but unless you're an FC or something like that and that's pretty darn similar.
0: Yeah I would say that on, a, on an FC level this is very much uh, has a feeling of Homeworld behind it with you know depending on how big your game you know your battle is getting um, and it gets bigger than anything Homeworld could ever you know even think of. You know, it just is um, the the massive strategic value in this game is so huge, um, and and the small gang strategic value is is like unbelievable, unprecedented. I feel like in the gaming world, uh, there's so much cool shit you can do in Eve Online with like three to four people. You get three to four buddies together, and you can you can murder, you can you can do some of the top tier content in the game. And you don't have to be ancient, you know, with millions of skill points. Um, You can or hundreds of millions of skill points. You can just have a few million in your pocket, and you can get five dudes that fly out together and kick some major ass.
2: Yeah, and like this, there's so much room for creativity within this space that it's like a lot of MMOs and even other games is kind of like gaming culture at this point to kind of math the fun or basically find what is the best in a certain scenario, this game has so many variables that that's almost impossible. Um, And that's kind of of special about the game, really.
0: Absolutely. 100% agree. And we are unfortunately coming up on our time that we normally would would drop off here. Um, So before we do that, though, and I think we'll get to the news, and we'll get to the monthly report um, possibly later today, possibly... At a later time, we're going to get the monthly report out at a different time. But unfortunately, both me and Samson have engagements, uh, prior engagements that we have to do um, after the show here. So I think we'll move that on to another show that we'll do. Um, But before we kind of leave, one of the things I kind of want to always open up to um, our guests is do you have any shout outs or any projects that you're currently working on that you want to talk about?
2: Um, just shout out to Infinite Pew, you guys have made this game so much fun, and it's, yeah, I, I wish more people could find communities like this, just because I think a lot of people would enjoy themselves more. And also, um, just shout out to the CCP dev team, their, their communication, I feel like we're almost spoiled um, with how willing they are to communicate and just interact with their players, It's it's really kind of special, especially if you do play other games and see... Know how how much of their engagement is so. Thank you and thank you to you guys for having me on. Thank awesome. you
0: for being on, dude. It's yeah, been it's been it awesome. been great to hear your point of view, and um, I look forward to maybe getting you back on the show here again when we have some more time to kind of. We have lots of stuff to talk about, and hopefully the CCP drops a bomb on us on you know in May and can kind of really shake things up. um And I would definitely like to hear what you would think of once we hear what CCP's. You know, doing what? Well, your thoughts would that be on that? So, and oh, of course, you. you're thank welcome.
1: You in all of our fleets come out with us. Oh drink, yeah, every Wednesday night, everybody stuff, is pretty much die.
2: Hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I won! I won a game camping ship, so I'll be I'll be yeah. back. Don't you worry. <laughs> there there you we go. Know. That's right.
1: Well, did you you did you you're the one that won Minosis,
0: right with like seven kill marks on it?
2: Yep, yep. That <laughs> yes.
1: One. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, we gotta Gnosis put some game more game kill camping. marks on it.
0: It's the greatest thing. You gotta get the <laughs> min to do that, man. Just tell them everybody thinks you're not the greatest ship ever.
1: A lot of people yeah, are we'll against gate camping, and I understand why. But that's also the reason why I'm all for
0: it. <laughs> because a lot of people are against it. Awesome. All right, so let's go ahead and wrap this on up here. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. If you're interested in joining up with the war effort, you can check us out on in-game golden age stories. Um, we are belong to the Federation Frontline Alliance and uh, alts, spies, welcome, whatever. We're just out here. Just get your ship into into fleet and shoot things and make it seem yeah, like you're yeah. you Make, make an alt effort. come out,
1: <laughs> join us on our uh, uh, in game chat, Federation Frontline. If you want to have contact with us, maybe come out with a fleet. You know, we do every Wednesday nights at 0200 Eve time. I got my, I have Gwen's fleet of death. Um,
0: be prepared to lose ships and uh we're
1: working on more fleets uh, all the time
0: yeah and uh if you didn't catch us live on twitch we're sunday 2300 eve time 5 p.m central time um if you didn't catch us live you can always catch us on our podcast federation frontline report you can get us on youtube Spotify, itunes pretty much where all podcasts are uh distributed um, you can watch us, uh, and it's interesting. I guess the podcasting community is going over to video more. Um, so I actually, if it has a video option like Spotify, you can see. You us You know what I think video now. That is, I think
1: it was the pandemic because we're all like remote now. I my my other show used to be in person and went remote, and now everybody's remote, and so yeah,
0: it's easier to do video this way. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Spotify. If you uh, have any news that you want us to get onto the show, get us an after-action report. I have one that I um, that we we need to post. Um, I totally forgot that uh, I needed to post it for this one, but I'll we'll get it onto the next show or possibly in the monthly report that we do.
1: Yeah, there we go. Um,
0: but we'll give you. T- I did already pay out for it though, but we just got to get it on the show. Um, but if you got an after-action report or any cool ass shit, we'll give you 10 to 100 million isk per battle report. Um, depending on the quality, if it's just, you know, a little thing here but you've got a good, good blurb of stuff to tell us about what happened in that fight, um, we might give you some solid isk there. Um, you can either get that over to me in-game, Frozen Fallout, or you can email us at Report at gmail.com. Thank you all for uh, hanging out with us. This has been awesome. Have
1: a good night, morning, evening, afternoon, New Eden.